From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about you, your money, and how getting your financial intimacy on the same page is important for your marriage and your bottom line. And founding father Benjamin Franklin had this to say about money and finances. He said, beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. Love words of wisdom from Benjamin Franklin. And as we jump into today's show, you know that we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriages. Connect like you did when you first met. And I know a lot of you, you come to the show because you're looking for just that. You're looking for a way to connect like you did when you first met. And for a variety of reasons, somewhere along the line, couples just stop talking to one another. They stop asking each other questions or they think that they shouldn't go there in regards to certain topics, right? Or certain subjects. And Finances. Finances being one of them, just saying. And the reality is that if you know what the real problems are, you can start finding ways to fix them. Mm-hmm. And the one way to do that, really the only way to do that is to start by asking the right questions and then getting clear, unfiltered, and honest answers. And if you want to know more, if you want to begin that process of connecting like you did when you first met, you need to go to connectlikeyoudid.com for the resource that's going to help you do just that. And we received this hug that says, I'm engaged to be married to a very beautiful young woman, and our wedding date is in just a few weeks. Once I proposed to her, I realized that I needed to learn more about being a husband and how to make our marriage divorce-proof. Right on. Uh, that's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sweet. Guys, if you've got friends that are engaged, if you've got friends that are thinking about getting engaged, share One Extraordinary Marriage with them. Share the marriage resources that you're already tuned into to help them do exactly what this guy is doing. He goes on to say, I started reading books and listening to podcasts and came across you guys. I tried to start listening from the first podcast and moving my my way up, but you guys have so many topics that I find myself jumping around different episodes. I just want to say here, there's no right or wrong way to listen to 276 shows. Just do whatever works for you. You know, he said today on my way to work, I was listening to half of episode seven, pornography, a secret that can destroy your marriage. I was almost late to work because I wanted to finish it, but I will on my way home. I identify with Tony's story. I was exposed at a young age and I'm currently dealing with it. My fiance knows about it. Okay, kudos for transparency and taking off the masks. Early. Early. I mean, before you're married. So that's way cool. (sighs) Huge. He goes on to say, we're making moves to help me turn from this. Your testimony has truly given me a jolt to be more proactive in turning from this sin. I really enjoy the transparency you two show in your podcasts. Thank you. Well, thank you for sending in this awesome hug and being part of the one family and for sharing that you know what when we shine light on the areas of our marriage or our relationships or our lives that aren't you know the glossy shiny happy parts you know here's a guy that's owning the fact that he deals with and struggles with pornography and not only is he not keeping it a secret from his wife to be but they're working together 
right. to move past this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the same hold on him that living in secrets does. Mm-hmm. And so just kudos to this couple. I'm so excited for them. Like I said, their wedding is here in just a few weeks and um, they're getting their marriage off to the right foot by just being proactive and learning what they need to do prior to getting married to be the spouses that they need to be. Mm-hmm. So thumbs up to you guys. We will be thinking of you on your wedding day and um, I'm so glad to have you as part of the one family. And, you know, Tony opened up the show saying we're going to be talking about money. Uh-oh, Tony Lisa talking about money. Here we go, guys, because you know what? It's coming up over and over again in my coaching calls, right? It's coming up like Tony and I have been hit with this financial message from so many different places in the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that anytime something comes up repeatedly in our personal lives or in coaching calls, it's coming straight to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Yep. It's like it's like the law of threes. When yeah. We hear, when we hear it like three times, we know it's time to bring it up again and and start talking about it because you know, when when it's when it's in the darkness and and there is no light shined upon it, we all just sort of forget about it and not think about it. So, let's all get ready because we're going to shine the light on the big old financial intimacy part of our marriages right now. Because here's the thing, and, and that's why, you know, I've heard the quote from Benjamin Franklin before, and I think most of us have probably heard it, that, you know, really the only two things that are certain in life are death and taxes, mm-hmm. right? And so when I went to look for a quote to really kind of start bringing the whole show together and bringing what we were going to talk about, I, you know, put on quotes on finances. And so this one about beware of the little things. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Because it's absolutely right. It's the little things that are going to sink the big ships. Mm -hmm. It's our little expenses that are going out the door. A couple pennies here, a couple dollars there, 20 here. And before you know it, you're like the couple I talked to earlier in the week. They're like, you know, we start off the money, the month in the black. And somehow between the first and the 30th, we get very, very red meaning we are way in the hole. Mm. And, you know, as I was talking to them and, and I've had new, I work with a lot of couples, you guys, when I'm coaching them, finances is so intricately linked to intimacy that you really can't handle one without the other. And I think when you're saying that you're talking about the sexual intimacy, sexual, physical mm. intimacy. Yes. Because here's the thing. Okay. When we're freaked out about finances, it impacts so many aspects of our marriage, right? Cause somebody's staying up at night cause they can't sleep because they're worried about how the bills are going to get paid. And somebody's feeling all tight inside because they're like, we have no money. Like, how are we going to put food on the table? How are we going to, you know, keep the electricity on? And, you know, summer's coming. So you got air conditioning bills and, you know, like what are we going to do with the kids over the summer? Cause we got no money. And so all this stress starts to come and it's really hard to be like, okay, let's get naked. Uh, no, no. And you know, a lot of your big expenses are fixed, right? Like, your mortgage payment, your rent payment, that's fixed. You know what that's going to be every month. If you have a car payment, you know what that's going to be every month. Utilities generally fall between a certain range. I mean, there are certain things that are kind of fixed every month. And then you have kind of this loosey-goosey place where, you know, we're talking about things like going out to eat. And we're talking about things that aren't part of the necessities, you know, cable, um, you know, your credit cards, your insurance, you know, all of these things that we like to have, right? Although People, some of you think cable is a necessity. We're going to talk and, about and, that in a minute. And that's TV. And that's just TV in general. Yeah. But you know, what happens is, is that 
you know, when you've got all of this, all of this outgo, and that's really what it is, uh, and all of wherever it is, it's all outgo, right? Money is going out. You have two choices, right? You can either tell the money where it's going to go and say, okay, you have a place here and I'm going to be your boss money and I'm going to tell you where to go. Or that, that's the very proactive approach. Or you go on the other side and you get reactive. And on like the 20th of the month, you start like sweating anytime you have to go near your bank account. And you're like, I don't know what we got in there. I, I don't know. Uh, like I went to Starbucks this morning and then, you know, we were going to take the kids out to eat. And I like, you know what? I'm just not even going to look at the bank account until we get paid again because I just don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. Right? That's called reactive. And if you, if this is your first time listening to an extraordinary marriage, A, we're so excited to have you, but you're going to learn really quick what the people that have already been listening know. This show is not about being reactive. It's about being proactive. Mm-hmm. And so in the case of finances, it's all about telling your money where it gets to go. Right? From the start of the month. From the start of the month. It's about having a plan for your dollars. And you know why? Because when you have a plan for your dollars, and I've seen this happen in couple after couple that I've worked with, all of a sudden, instead of living in fear, they're living in freedom. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Instead of fear that the end of the month is going to come and they're not going to have dollars to put together, they are living in the freedom of knowing, you know what? We got this. We got this. And I got to brag on a couple couples, a couple couples that I've worked with. One did this and it was so cute because like we put together a cash plan for them and then they were going to, you know, we did this at the end of a month and then they were going to live that cash plan for a whole month. And we were going to talk at the end of the month, right? And see exactly what had happened. And I get them on the phone at the end of that month and they're just, I mean, like I could hear the smiles going across because you know what happened to them? They gave themselves a raise. They're a single income family. He did not make a single dime more that month. And they ended up with hundreds, that's like multiple zeros, of income saved because they decided that they were going to live by a plan. Mm -hmm. And they were just beaming. Another couple, again, no plan, no plan, no plan. Part of their issue with, you know, intimacy is no plan for their finances. We start working together and I'm like, guys, we need to have a plan right? Like we got to sit down and do this. We do this. They get their finances so in order that the motorcycle that the husband had wanted and the wife said, oh, heck no. Partly because it was going to cost an arm and a leg. All of a sudden, guess what he's getting for Christmas? Oh yeah. He got the helmet to go with the motorcycle that the wife said he could get now because their finances were in order. Right. They had a plan. Guys, and, and it's a plan for all the the discretionary money. It's the plan for what are you going to do with cable and TV and going out to eat. And we're going to brainstorm with you guys. Like, well, we actually already did this. So we're going to invite you to come into our heads here. Ways that you can do this, right? Because we want you to have a life, a life that is in freedom, not in fear. We have done fear of finances. We did it for way too many years. Mm-hmm. And, and here's an example of how it works even in our family now. We set up that budget and we've done this for so long that, you know, most months, I mean, Elisa will run through, she'll do it. Say, hey, Tony, this is what we got going on. This is what we need. Let's go for it. Boom, we're moving on. But this is how it works for us because we have an allotted amount of money for, say, going out to eat. And that could be for, you know, you can break that down into date nights. You can do that for family. Here's the thing we know how much money is there. So, there's a couple of options we have. We can blow through that money real quick right at the beginning of the month. 
or we can pace ourselves out knowing that we want to make sure that, hey, we're going to go out or there's going to be an event for one of the kids where we're going to be playing sports over a weekend. And you know what? We're going to be coming home late on a Saturday. So instead of trying to run home and eat, well, you know what? After that sporting event, we have money already set aside and we're good to go. But when that money runs out, then it's up to us to go, you know what? The money's gone. It, it We used all that money to go out to eat. We could pull from other places if we so choose. And that has happened in the past. But we've already planned that money. We're not diving into credit cards to go spend, you know, 50 bucks to go feed the family and go make sure the kids get, you know, Cokes and ice cream cones at, you know, Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out Burger or wherever we may go because we ran out of that money. No, we stick to our guns and we go, you know what? That's what it's going to be. And yeah, you're going to have some whining and gnashing of teeth from the kids. Get it? Got it? Good. But you know what? We know where our money is going and we live that way. I'm glad you brought up food first because let's talk about it. Because you know what? Going out to eat is definitely, um, I, I know we've got a lot of international listeners. I can only speak to you, the United States. We are definitely a society that likes to eat out. I mean, you can't go, you know, in some parts of the country, you can't go half a mile without having a handful of restaurants. Um, I know there are still some parts where we've driven through those parts where there is nothing, nothing, nothing. But for the most part, those of you in metropolitan areas, you got a lot of choices on where you're going to spend your food dollars. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share with you some easy ways to stretch your dollars if you are eating out. And this is some of this is stuff that we just recently started doing and some of it's stuff that we've been doing for years. Okay, so... Tony and I both have birthdays in the month of June. So if you want to send us birthday wishes, Tony already had his. Mine's coming up June 20th. So you can send me a happy birthday. Um, but I have signed up for like every, like every restaurant that we go to, I sign up for their birthday deal, right? Because what do they do? They send me a coupon in the month of my birthday, which I get to share with my fabulous husband for a free something, right? And so even if it's just going out for dessert, I mean, we've got free ice cream, we've got free appetizers, we've got free bento boxes from our favorite sushi place. We've got, uh, what else did we get? Well, we used one just the other night. We did a, here's one, one way that we've been able to cut and, and extend how much, how, how far our out to eat dollar goes mm-hmm. is we will now go for a lot of our dates. We'll, we'll find happy hours. Oh, happy hours are great. You guys, you, you know, we'll find happy hours because they're just sort of fun. You know, we, we want something sort of just different. Um, we don't want a full entree meal because we just, we're like, you know what, let's just have something fun, light. Let's enjoy it. So even just the other night I had a $10 off 30. That was one of his birthday deals. That was one of my birthday deals. So we went out. I mean, we spent 20 bucks, you know, had some appetizers. And we even had Alex, our, our son, who, you know. Is growing, growing, is, growing. He, he's 5'8", 150 pounds now. I mean, the kid is just growing and, and he's eating. And we seriously got through this meal. 30 bucks, $10 off, 20, happy hour meal, boom, out the door. Where sometimes, you know, you're going for an entree, 20 bucks each, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, you know. So that, that's that's one way that we've been able to sort of extend out that date dollar. The date dollar. And you know what? It's kind of nice as an adult getting the free stuff in your birthday month because you know sure. what? I've done this many revolutions around the sun. Um, I earned it. 
like I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say right out there I like getting you know free stuff and getting and these are all restaurants that we patronize through the year so it's just a little thank you take advantage of it yeah. right or you know even just treat your kids I mean my kids love it because in the month of June I'm like hey let's go get free ice cream because it's mom's birthday yeah you know, Tony mentioned happy hour as a great way to save on your meal because they typically have happy hour specials. The other thing I want to mention about that is that instead of doing dinner dates, guys do lunchtime dates. Sometimes you can get the exact same meal for half to two thirds, right? So why not? If you're going to have the same burger and fries, do it at lunchtime instead of dinner and like save that money. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, Tony and I want you guys going on dates. Yeah. That's for uh, sure. That is, I mean, we got tagged in somebody's date post over this weekend. They made date a calendar issue or a calendar event for them the last two months. And they tagged us. I'm like, I love that. Right. I love being tagged when you guys are going out on dates because we know you're doing it. Yeah. But we want you to be able to stretch your date dollars. We know a lot of you have to pay for a babysitter. So if you're paying for a babysitter, find ways to get really creative on the meal. The other thing that we just started doing and I'm well, not, and here's the thing, though, yeah. too. If you go lunch and you have kids who are in, say, preschool or kindergarten or at any grade level, you know, you have that opportunity to go when they're in school. Yeah. Right? I mean, so that allows you not to have to pay for that babysitter if you can work it out in your schedule. Right. You, you know, I, I'm just, we're just throwing that out there for you. Uh, another way to do this, too, is when Elisa and I went out to Santa Barbara. You know, we found ourselves running around a lot and not running around in a bad way. I mean, we were walking up and down State Street. We were walking on beaches. We were, we were just enjoying Santa Barbara um, because the last time we were there, truly there was our first anniversary some almost, almost 18 years almost ago. 18 years ago. And we found ourselves, you know, plopping into a restaurant and looking at all this great food, but there are huge plates. And so what we would do is we would share a plate. We'd share, maybe grab an appetizer. At one restaurant, I remember, we got um, the fish tacos, an appetizer, which in themselves were just big. There are two fish tacos. And then we had a burger, cut it in half, some fries. Perfect. You know, again, it's a way to stretch that dollar. And really, do you need to sit down and eat a, you know, a 2,000-calorie burger and french fries by yourself? Something to think about. Well, and just the last part on food here, Um Really think about whether or not you need the appetizers because mm-hmm. a lot of times you eat the appetizer or the, you know, and then you don't have room for the meal. Uh, and, you know, like if you're at a Mexican restaurant, they're going to bring you the chips and salsa anyhow. So, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Chips and, and salsa. And the last thing about eating out is think about the drinks that you're ordering. Guys, a lot of times, I mean, if you're just getting a soda, it's $3 a person for a soda. If you're getting alcohol, you're, you know, six to 10 and, and up. Right, you want to stretch your dating dollars? You want to tighten up that portion of your budget? Skip the drinks. Nobody's going to die from just drinking water. You know, it gives you more opportunities to invest in the time together instead of in the drinkage. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to what this whole show's about, right? You know, beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. So the purpose of what we're sharing is for you to think, okay, where is the small leaks happening Mm -hmm. in our cash flow plan? Where is the small leak happening in our budget? Where is it that we can tighten up so we don't sink? 
And so you may be going, it's a, it's a drink. It's this. I, I would say for any of you, get a calendar and for every day you go out for a drink, what type of drink? I don't care if it's Starbucks, Jamba Juice, Orange Julius, or a drink during lunch. Coke to a caramel macchiato, which I will raise my hand because I love my iced caramel macchiatos, you know, to an iced tea, you know, a jack-in-the-box. Write it down and and put the amount on it. I think we'd all be shocked. I think we'd all be shocked. So something to think about. But again, we're talking about the little expenses. Mm -hmm. So another area that a lot of folks get um, all wrapped up in are subscriptions right? Those automatic debits out of our account that seem like a really, really good idea when we first do it. Maybe it's a couple bucks a month. Maybe it's $40, $50 a month. You know, gym membership, you, we got all these subscriptions, right? All across the board. Are you using your subscriptions? If you're not, folks, if you like go through your bank account at the end of the month and look at where all those automatic debits are coming from, if you're not using it and you just think that someday you will cancel, boom, it's done. It's not even a thought. Do not waste your time. Call them, unsubscribe, and be done with it. Move on. That's it. You don't have any more brain you, you, energy. You don't need to waste any more energy on it. That's it. Boom. Done. Get rid of it. If you haven't been to the gym in five months and you're still paying 20 bucks a month, get rid of it. You're done. Go buy P90X or Insanity or something else that you pay one time for and use it. And I just want to say one quick thing on early termination fees. Yes. If you're not using it, the early termination fee, suck it up and pay it, guys. Yeah, it just might be worth it because... You got to balance out the early termination fee versus how much time you've got left on your contract. Yeah. Because a lot of times it may make more sense to suck it up, take the early termination fee and just be done with it so you don't have that albatross hanging around your neck, strangling you with that small leak every month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I wanna talk about, I'm like we're jumping because I know that you know we just have so, my, so many areas that we, wanna, yep. that we wanna hit. But I wanna talk to you about TV, okay? I'm so glad that you guys aren't watching us, that this is all <laughs> audio so that I'm not like shooting myself in the foot. But most people, most of you don't need 500 channels and the hundred plus dollar a month cable bill that you have. And we're uh, just saying that's for TV cable. TV cable. Like don't get rid of your internet because I still want you to be able to live stream. Well, or, and, yeah, and, and, and many of you are using that for business as well. So we get that side of it. We're, we're talking about TV cable. Th- this is the sit down and hit the remote control part. Yeah. Right. You know, even, even your direct TV and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, what we're talking about. We first got rid of cable you know, a couple years ago, we were going through our short sale when we had to like literally make huge slashes in our cash flow plan. And, and, you know, we still wanted to be able to watch TV and, you know, sports and movies. And, and it's been this evolution for us because the Mm -hmm. first thing that happened, and we've had this for a number of years is we got Amazon Prime. We do a lot of our, you know, purchases and stuff through Amazon Prime. And, you know, it's quick. It's the two day in some areas of the country. It's now one day. But TV shows, you can get a lot of different TV shows and movies free as part of your Prime membership. Right. It's like $99 for the year. The next thing that we did, I mean, we went through Netflix and we did, uh, we did something else after Netflix and we kind of like burned through those. And a lot of you use Netflix and Hulu and those types of things. The next thing we did was we got Sling TV mm-hmm. because Alex, our, you know, researching 12 year old, um, 
he found that we could get the ESPN channels and we could get HGTV and Food Network. And, you know, I was sold. It's like 20 bucks a month. I'm like, it's all like the good, it's like the good parts version. If you could just pick the good parts out of cable, Sling TV. Right. And they have different packages for what you like. We're a sports type family. And then we have Abby who loves the Food Network and HGTV. So she gets all all of those crafty things going and she can get her, she can get her fill there. And then for like Alex and I and, and Elisa who loves our football and basketball, we can watch that um, through ESPN and all the other channels. The last thing that we just picked up recently was an HD, uh, it's called an HD amped antenna. It's an HD antenna and we, and we set it up here at the house um, actually just a couple of uh, last week actually because we wanted to catch the NBA finals and it's all on ABC. Well with Sling and with Prime you don't get your normal your your normal stations here and so we set that thing up. We got 27 digital channels which includes ABC, NBC, CBS and a, and a bunch of others that we haven't even looked at cuz we just want to see um, we just wanted to see the NBA finals. We picked that thing up. No kidding. Amazon has it for 60 bucks. Costco, I think we picked it up at Costco for 45. So again, we'll have a link to this thing in the show notes. If you want to check it out on Amazon, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. Uh, doesn't change the price for you. Gives us just a little commission for your purchase. And it's called the HD Amped Antenna. But again, great reception. The quality, I was a little skeptical. Tell you the truth, folks. Skeptical on the quality this thing rocks HD. Oh my gosh. It was just like nuts crazy. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, that was $60 for the year. We're done. Done. We're, we're, I mean, not even for the year. It's $60. It's 60 bucks. So we're done, period. We're done. Network TV. You're good. Last thing I just want to say, you know, just in wrapping this up is one other area that you guys can save money is actually contacting anyone that you have services with. So I'm talking about like your insurance. I'm talking about if you guys are carrying credit cards, your credit card companies, I'm talking about your Verizon, your cable, whatever it is. If you've got a contract with them, by all means, pick up the phone and say, what can you do for me? What's the best deal you've got going on right now? Because I will tell you, I've got, we know two different people that in the last week have called DirecTV and have taken their bill in half from like around $100 to around $50. Or less. Or less. Okay, because they picked up the phone and said, what can you do for me? We've had this happen with credit card companies back in, you know, pre-2001 when we were still carrying credit cards. We would call them up and say, hey, I'm thinking of moving my business. What can you do for me? And they'd be like, oh, you know, Mrs. DiLorenzo, let me drop your interest rate. Let me do this and let me do that. Okay, good. Let's do that. Well, and at the beginning of this, of this year, I did this. I did this with our cell phone. I did this with our insurances, auto, home, everything. I just started calling saying, hey, what can you do? What's going on? Hey, let me check out. Let me see what you got going on, Mr. DiLorenzo. Oh, I noticed that we have this and this. We can do this and we can lower your rate here. So you need to be proactive we got you when when you're looking at your cash flow plan and you're going man we're short a little bit it's time to start picking up the phone it's time to start thinking outside the box right it's time to get outside of the box get a little uncomfortable and call and go listen i pay you money what are you going to give me in return i've called our cell phone company we've been with them for 12 years when i call them and i'm not really excited because sometimes i'm getting some lack of service or something's going on guess what don't give me $10, $20 credits every month because I've been there. Same with your auto insurance. Hey, if you're not too sure about your auto insurance, go online, search. G- go to some other companies. Call some folks that you know. 
See what it is. For you business owners, this is the same thing you need to be doing in your business yearly. A great friend of mine told me this last year, and that's why I started doing it. Because he said, Tony, you know what? In our business, he he said he was finding, no kidding, anywhere from $500 to $1,000 in savings in certain areas of his business because he picked up the phone and said, hey, what can you do for me right now? That's it. You know, some are going to give you more, some are going to give you less. And so it doesn't matter who gives you more, who gives you less, but you got to be willing to pick up that phone and say, you know what? I'm taking control of my finances. I'm taking control of this for my family, for us, for our marriage. And you know why you're going to do it? Because in the end, you're going to have peace. You're going to have freedom. You know, Dave Ramsey, I love it. You know, when he screams freedom over there, you know, and you hear these people just screaming at the top of their lungs because they're so excited that they're out of debt. Well, you can do that too. And here's our thing though, is that when you get financial freedom, when you get control over your finances, instead of your finances controlling you, that sexual intimacy comes in to play which you guys know we love talking about. And there's so many aspects of it. But when you don't have a monkey on your shoulders, when you don't have the weight of the world on your chest, when you're trying to go to sleep at night, you know what? You can have sex like you've never had sex before. And I can tell you I've been there. And I've been on the other side of it. And I'll pick up that phone every time if I have to to make change in my financial situation. Guys, it's little things. It's the little things. And it's today as you're listening to this show going, you know what? Here's, you just, you declare it. Here's where I'm going to start making a change in my marriage because I don't want to live in fear of our finances. I want to live in freedom over my finances. So you know what the little thing is that you can do today and the little thing that you can do tomorrow, but you got to start, right? It's not enough sitting there in the car, listening to us on your way to work or, or walking and, and listening to Tony and Elisa playing on your podcast to go, wow, you guys, that's a really great idea. I think I'll have to think about it. No. Forget that. Just go do it. Just go do it and put the money under your power instead of being overpowered by your money. Yeah. Go make it happen this week. Come on back to the show episode notes. Uh, Let us know how you're doing it, what you're going to get rid of this week. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.